Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Woke Society. This is Scott, the creator of the Woke Society's YouTube channel and podcast. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. It's been a wild, wild uh, last 24 hours. If you guys didn't watch the State of the Union address, it was one for the ages. And we're going to dive into everything with Nancy Pelosi and something I came across on the uh, on, on the boards on Acun, a theory that I believe has some plausibility, and we're going to get into that about the uh, papers that everyone thinks there were the, those uh, the papers were the speech, but I believe it could possibly be something else, and we're going to jump into that. We're going to talk about Q, uh, the new drops, and we're going to give you guys a nice positive message at the end of the day to encourage you, not the end of the day, end of the episode to encourage you guys because justice is coming. So we're going to get into all that today. I'm very excited. I normally don't do two videos back to back, but after watching last night, it just motivated me. It made me feel so patriotic. It just made me feel so good to be an American and the love that I have for this country. So before we get into the content, everyone knows this is the YouTube channel here, Woke Societies. Please like, guys. Please support the channel. Supporting the channel, it can be as simple as hitting the like button, sharing, subscribing. The more likes this channel gets each episode, the more YouTube will recommend it and get it across to more eyes. The Kobe video is now up to 77,000 views. That was because you guys killed it with the likes and it got to a bunch of people. The net was cast wide and it pulled a ton of people in. So get it out there. Tell your friends and family about this channel. Wake them up. If you guys want to up your fandom, go to my Patreon. You guys can become a patron for as little as a dollar a month, $12 a year, or you can donate and become a monthly patron uh, patron as much as you want. It all goes to the channel. It's all going to the future as we all grow together. My bit shoe guys go there as my backup channel to YouTube in case anything happens. And of course, my wokesocieties.com website with all of the podcasting platforms for on the go. All right, guys. So Everyone watched the State of the Union. Everybody that I knew, friends, family, even people that hate Trump, um, mostly everybody was talking about the State of the Union. Um, Again, with what's going on with the impeachment, a lot of people were, we didn't know what to expect. We all know Trump's a master troll, so we didn't know what he was going to do. We just knew it was going to be great, and it was. The whole entire speech was all about America, listing off, Trump was listing off the accomplishments of everything that he is doing for this country, um, just destroying every narrative the mainstream media has has just concocted about this president before he even stepped foot in the White House. Just blasting numbers, and p- of course, people are saying all these numbers are lies. We don't we don't see this where we live. All the bullshit. And Nancy, you could tell. Every time there was an applause, it was destroying a little piece of her soul each and every time. And let's start here because, as we know, the big, big talking point about this was um, Nancy ripping the, the speech at the end of, of, of President Trump's speech here. So let's just take a watch. If you guys haven't watched, haven't seen this yet, sorry for the ones on the podcast, but here's a quick video of it. Come. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you very much.
So right, you guys, you guys see her rip twice, two different piles of paper there, and this is this is what got everyone in an uproar. Not only that, the speech I believe was an hour and seventeen minutes, hour twenty minutes. She was so distracting the entire time Trump was speaking with her facial expressions. She was looking at the Democrats a few times to quiet down and her smiling. It was so distracting. I even saw a meme where somebody put a towel over their TV just to cover her face up and just have Pence and Trump in the, in the TV. It was really annoying the shit out of me. And I was tweeting the entire time. And the ones that have the notifications turned on from my Twitter, I was tweeting like crazy. She was driving me off the wall. I was real. I was thoroughly trying to listen, and it was very hard and distracting because I was looking at her to see her reactions at things because she was so she was so ridiculously distracting. Um, but again, this speech was all about America. Trump called out um, a a a little boy and his great grandfather who was in the Air Force. I think he flew in World War II, and he is going to join. He wants to join the Space Force. And because of his great-grandfather, he inspired him. He called them out. He called them a young girl who wanted to go to a school that could offer better education. Um, Rush Limbaugh got the Presidential um, Medal of Freedom. There was just a bunch of things to feel, a bunch of feel-good moments in this entire speech. It was overall just one of the best State of the Unions I think I've ever seen. And just watching the Democrats and the and you can see the feminists and all the uh, the white white attire. They they were literally sitting as Trump and is giving the speech. You felt like celebrating all the good things that were going on that are going on in our country with the economy, um, how we're respected. We're not we're trying we're we're not in we're not in war right now. We're not in World War Three. You know we are trying to get our soldiers back. Like it's just feeling like after these last two decades we are finally coming out of the muck and mire and you just see the democrats sitting sitting with disgust on their face showing themselves for who they really are they don't give two shits about the country or us their hatred for trump is so deep that they remain seated celebrating our country so Let's jump in here and see just one of the first reactions uh, that I found here on Twitter. This is uh, Praying Medic tweeted this out. The con the what he tweeted underneath it was "Year of the Boomerang," hashtag State of the Union. Let's take a listen. California, good evening to you. What's your reaction to the speech? I agree wholeheartedly with the other callers. I am a Democrat as well, but no longer will I vote Democrat. I think it's outrageous that they sat there when all these good things are happening to our country and how much we love our country, and they looked like they hated our country. And Nancy Pelosi, the whole time she's sitting up there with a disgusting look on her face, it's outrageous. I will never vote Democrat again, and I'm sick of it, and my whole family feels the same way my husband my friends are sitting here all former democrats we all voted for hillary last time and therefore never ever will we ever vote democrat again never ever will we vote democrat again that's coming from somebody a family who voted for hillary in 2016 and that was the general feeling that I got and people that I know, people on Twitter, that the whole community, thousands of us, were all interacting with each other. We were all just 
It was just like this annoying little child in a room full of adults. We were trying to enjoy feeling patriotic and loving this country, and we just have this little disgusting child with this nasty face and her cohorts just sitting, sitting while our country triumphs. Absolutely disgusting. So let's jump over to uh, Q. Q's been dropping a lot lately. Absolutely love it. Love Q. You guys know this. <laughs> so 3830, D's hatred for POTUS, patriotism in America was on full display at the State of the Union. And this is a this is an, uh, a clip taken from the article from the redstate.com that came out today. Remember that the Democrats sat while you were celebrated last night. I end a lot of articles about how the Democrats really feel about you by telling you to vote accordingly, but Trump's State of the Union speech highlighted the Democrats' utter contempt for President Donald Trump, you, and this country. Last night, as they sat through almost every applause line that celebrated you doing well. As the GOP highlighted in a video, they posted a Twitter. The Democrats heard about all the all-time low unemployment levels of the black community, the Hispanic community, the young adult community, and more. This should be a reason to celebrate. We should see our elected leaders getting to their feet and showing support, but, st but instead, only half the room decided to stand. Why wouldn't you stand and applaud for having the lowest unemployment levels for minorities and young adults? Why? Why? The other half, the Democrats sat still, arms folded, and practically seethed at times. Reminder for Democrats, it's okay to applaud to good news. And this is the article here. I'll link it in the description for you guys so you can read the entire thing. It summarizes the night pretty well. But again, this is, and this is a picture here. You guys can see it. These are all the feminists here in their white attire. And then you have Schiff and Nad Nadler looks like he's about to vomit. They all look, look at this lady here. They all look absolutely miserable, miserable. They hate this president. And I really didn't think people like this, me, me saying this, I really believe they hate this country. I didn't, getting into this about a year ago, I really didn't feel like these politicians could possibly hate our country, but that opinion has completely changed. It's disgusting. So as we move on here, Let's go to some more Q, Q drops. 3826. We're going back now just a little ways because the one I just did was 3830. Let's go back here to 3826. In God We Trust, Q proof. And it reads, sometimes the past can find the future. And what we have here is we go back to 3823. In God We Trust. It's a picture of the American flag underneath that says, In God We Trust. And we have a picture here from Drop 3826, which, with, uh, which I just read to you. We have Dan Scafino, who is the manager of Trump's social media. He took a picture of Trump with the American flag as he was walking into Capitol Hill to give the State of Union. And right here, in God we trust, with the American flag to the T. So we have a Q proof once again. This was what? Four days, four days apart. That's amazing. Absolutely amazing. So I want to, I want you to, I want you guys to hear this. This was from Breaking Nine One One. This is from uh, one of the GOP leaders. I'm not sure um, which one this is, but he was on C-SPAN, and one of the reporters was asking about Pelosi's 
the Pelosi handshake being compared to her ripping the so-called speech in half. So it says, on Trump not shaking Pelosi's hand hand in the speaker ripping up the speech, I don't think those two are the same. To equate those two is fundamentally different. I think if somebody needs to sit down and change, it comes to the speaker. So let's just listen to this. It's 3 minutes, 27 seconds. It's absolutely worth it. Let's take a watch. If the president won't shake the speaker's hand and the speaker tears up the president's speech, are you okay with that going forward? Or is there a remedy? I know the president doesn't drink. Is it time for a beer summit or something to put them together and end this? Or are you okay with it? I don't think those two are the same. I don't even know if the president saw the speaker's hand. I saw him give her the paper, turn around. But to equate those two is fundamentally different. The speaker who was given an official document, who chose to tear up Charles McGee's great-grandson's dream, or a soldier returning home, I think if somebody needs to sit down and change, it comes to the speaker. And I think the actions of wasting a majority, the promise that she made to America, that they would be different. They would they look to govern together. They believe the minority should have a voice. We've seen none of that. Yes, I think the country is too divided right now. But for that same moment in time, you have a president just with the... If you look at one contrast, signing a United States-Mexico-Canada agreement, agreement with China, trying to bring Middle East, all the while... We had House managers on the other side working on impeachment. The only Democrats that had reserve seating were the House managers. That's what they wanted to highlight with their achievements, if there was a message to the American public of what a majority in the House with the Democrats were able to give. House managers. I think they need to have a wake-up call, yes. Yes, sir. Thank you. We understand from the Democratic caucus that the speaker told them this morning that she was looking for a page in the speech that didn't have a lie in it. And when she didn't find it, she tore up the page, which wound up being all the pages of the speech. What is your reaction to that? Was it a lie? If you guys couldn't hear the question, um, the, re- the, the reporter was asking, there's reports coming that Nancy was trying to find a line in the speech that she couldn't find. And because of that, that was the reason why she tore up every single page. And he asked the man here his opinion on that. Let's take a look. That a young mother, single mother, dreamt for her child to go to a better school? Was it a lie that a 13-year-old great-grandson dreamt of going to space because of what his grandfather was a great-grandfather was able to achieve in America? Was it a lie that the policies of a sanctuary city, that there were four brothers missing Rocky, their oldest brother? Was it a lie that this is the greatest economy we've watched in our lifetime? Was it a lie that this is a blue-collar boom? Or was the only lie that they had nothing to do with it, that they were so driven on impeachment, that that was their only agenda? The president never mentioned it. The president only talked about America, what we've been able to achieve and what we could achieve in the future. It's very sad that a person in that position, next in line to the presidency after the vice president, could one, tear up a speech in a country that believes in the right of free speech and position a speaker to behave in that manner. I don't know of any other speaker that ever acted that way. 
let alone I don't know any other Congress that has ever moved pure partisan impeachment. It was the thinnest, the fastest, pure politics on every stretch. Some pretty powerful words, and we're going to get into all this right now. We're going to get into the so-called speech that we think uh, Nancy tore up, and we're going to—I'm going to get into um, a different viewpoint of what that, what else those papers could have been. Um, but we're going to get into all that and break that down. But he summed it up pretty well. The the president was all about talking about America and the achievements of what he has done for this country, and it felt amazing to listen to. So. Here we go. This was off the boards. I thought it was super important to bring up. And we have it here. This is a different perspective of what this Anon believed to be the papers. So he states, Pelosi did not tear up her copy of the speech. See the binder in front of Trump. That was the, that was the speech. It's three inches thick. It's printed on normal letter-sized paper. Pelosi got handed legal-sized papers. Legal. And I'm just going to show you guys so you can see what we're talking about here, this highlight video. We have Trump walking up to the stage. The two, his binder is right here. You can see a three-inch binder. He's got the two books here. Gives one to Pence and then one to Nancy. Trump turns around, doesn't shake her hand. Who knows if he saw her try to reach out, doesn't matter. But you can see, you can see the binder here. It's for regular paper. And my fellow Americans, the best is yet to come. Thank you, God bless you, and God bless America. Thank you very much. You guys see this paper here? This isn't normal size paper. This is legal paper. So, let me go back. Number two, Pelosi got handed legal-sized paper. Pelosi is surreptitiously read the legal-sized papers during the speech. Pelosi mouth, what does this mean to someone sitting to her right? Not Pence. And I couldn't find the clip of that, but I, do, I watched this entire thing. That did happen. Pelosi remained confused and agitated throughout, as we all saw. Pelosi ripped up the legal-sized paper in two pulls. So 10 pages tops. She's a weak old woman. Pelosi left them behind. If they were against Pelosi personally, they would have not have been left behind. If they were against Pelosi personally, she would have known what they were and what they meant. This is similar to the Q counter on the George H.W. Bush funeral. It's eerily similar. This is the year of the boomerang per Q. Again, this is speculation. This was a legal document. This is not concerned Pelosi personally. This concerned Pelosi considerably. Defense is almost over. Offense has begun. 2020 is going to be a good year. And it absolutely is. So I thought this was a great alternative to what to what um, everyone's thinking as this was the speech. And Trump talked for a long, long time. And looking at the spatial, there's a lot of spaces and there's a lot of paper that's not being used. If it was only 10 pages... The speech would have been it would have been more than 10 pages i believe that the speech would have been on just looking at the spacing in between the lines and all the unused space on the paper i believe this was something else that was handed to her a legal document 
who knows, maybe it had something showing her that he is now on the offense and now it is his turn to come after her and the rest of the swamp. And this was interesting as well. We have a tweet here from Brandon Morse. He tweets, here's Pelosi testing to see if she could rip the speech before the speech even started. She was planning to do it from the start. And you can see it. Why would she try to put it under the table? She has both hands like this. She was testing it. The man didn't even speak. Didn't even speak yet. And she was ready. She had this planned out. Maybe she saw the front page and was like, hmm. This legal document, whatever, who knows what it says. It pissed her off and she was, seeing, she was testing to see how she could rip it. This was before the speech. Unbelievable, right? Really eye, really eye-opening. And this is one of the brothers here. Now, when I was saying before, Trump, Trump um, made mentions to some people in the audience that were invited. And in this regards, this is one of the brothers of Rocco. Rocco, Rocco was killed in, in California because California is a sanctuary city. And he was killed by one of these immigrants that were here illegally. And this is a picture of one of the brothers one of the brothers as Trump was talking. He was obviously crying. But I want you guys to notice something too. Look at the pin. If you guys can see this, I try to blow up this up as much as I could. There is an American flag and it looks like there's a circle. I'm gonna go to the next picture. This is a blow is another uh, picture of the same American flag. It looks like more of a Q on it. But who who is this with the blue tie? This was the young boy that got mentioned by Trump that he wants to go and join the Space Force. And look at the pin. It's the American flag, and these are the Q pins. And you can, these Q pins are online. Um, the company that sells these sponsor a lot of QAnon channels. These are Qs, guys. QAnon pins on these Patriots' suits. And this is the boy that looked up to his grandfather that flew planes in World War II and wants to be in the Space Force. And he's wearing a Q pin. You think this movement isn't worldwide. It's everywhere, young and old. Absolutely unbelievable. So as we continue here, let's get into the rest of the drops. Oh, let me pull this down. And 3831, panic in DC. This was today. They never thought she would lose. It's a picture. It says panic in DC. It's like a movie poster in theaters now. Q writes, people actually believe those responsible for the attempted coup. Coup attempt of a duly elected sitting US president will go unpunished. End to our constitutional republic. No equal justice under the law. No accountability. Escape unscathed. Buckle up. And just notice, Q says republic, not democracy. And yesterday I tweeted out last night, Trump said he is restoring the republic. He didn't say democracy, and that's a very important um, distinction. So we have that. And right after this, Q post 38-32, example of a Democrat leadership, HRC, inciting violence and division in America. And when you go to the tweet, it's a 30-second clip of Hillary discussing what, what she thinks should be proper action against a political party that is against her agenda. Let's take a look. You cannot be civil with a political party that wants to destroy oh. what you stand for, what you care about. 
that's why I believe if we are fortunate enough to win back the House and or the Senate, that's when civility can start again. But until then, the only thing that the Republicans seem to recognize and respect is strength. So what I heard there is we will do anything, break the law, break the rules to do whatever it takes to push our view of how the world should be. I cannot stand that woman. But this is what Q mentioned here. And the last thing that Q posts so far today was drop 3833. It's, um, it's just a simple post. It says revival. It's a link to a YouTube video. And it's, it's, an, orchestra, it's an orchestral instrumental epic background music. I'm just going to play a couple of seconds of it, but you guys get the hint. It sounds like it should be in some kind of uh, action movie. And the picture in the video is a hand with a rope around it. It looks like it's breaking free. So this is what Q had posted. Revival. We are getting there, guys. And the last clip I'm going to play for you guys, this was by Methods, talking about uh, Director Ray and the accountability he is holding to his FBI operatives and the Durham report. Let's take a watch. So my question to you is, and I think a lot of the American people would like to know the answer to this question, are all the individuals and agents and supervisors that were involved in all of these abuses that I just annotated that were in this Horowitz report, are all of them no longer working at the FBI? Have they resigned or fired or been removed from their position? At the more senior levels of the FBI, the people involved, uh, I think, in every respect that I can think of, are, are gone from the FBI. Uh, and of course, there is an ongoing investigation by Mr. Durham with which we're actively cooperating and fully cooperating, I might add. Uh, as to the current employees, there are more, what I would call more line-level employees uh, who were involved in some of the events in the report. All of those employees, all of those employees, who's, anybody who still remains at the FBI, and again, they tend to be more line-level people, uh, were referred to our Office of Professional Responsibility, which is our disciplinary arm, which is the standard process. After there's been fact-binding by the Inspector General, and the facts go to our disciplinary arm, and by long-standing process, that's how we handle discipline about those people. We have erred on the side of inclusion when we did that. So what I mean by that is there are some people in the report who are literally named like once or twice, and it's not really clear they're even named in a way that's problematic. But we've gone ahead and just figured better safe than sorry, and we've sent all those names to the Office of Professional Responsibility. We will follow that process, and I have made very clear that if that process uh, results in recommendations of discipline, then we're going to impose discipline, and we're going to hold people accountable. What's so, my so there you have it. And Methods writes, all those who are not currently in the FBI are being handled by Durham, those still at the FBI have been forwarded to the disciplinary arm of the FBI, and Ray says they will be held accountable if they are found to be guilty. Patriots, you cannot forget, Durham's report is still to be released. Durham's report is the one that we really want. Durham is going to bring the hammer down on every single one of these corrupt actors. So with that message, guys, I want to give you some encouragement the ones that keep screaming, we haven't seen arrest yet. Q keeps talking about justice, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't matter. We need to hold out as long as, as long as it possibly takes for this plan to take, as long as it takes to come to complete fruition. It doesn't matter how long it takes, as long as it gets done.
I don't care if it's another four years. It does not matter as long as we get as long as our republic is restored. That's all that matters. So remember, guys, the Durham report is still to come, and it's only going to get worse. And now there's a fire under a bar. And when I say fire, because the election's coming in November, and they're they are going to do Trump and the team is going to do everything they can to expose the Democrats and absolutely bury them. So I believe there is some kind of a time more um i guess to speed things up urgency that's the word i'm looking for more of an urgency to speed these things up before the election so with that guys thank you for listening and remember pelosi might as well have been destroying the constitution as we know it and this is the picture it's going to be on my uh it's going to be on my thumbnail it's unbelievable so with that, guys, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching on the channel. The support, guys, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much for everything that you've been doing for me. The likes, the shares, the, the everything. You guys are amazing. So with that, guys, thank you for everything. And that is going to tie it up. We'll see what I. We'll see what kind of news breaks the rest of the week. And until then.